selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits. Making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Barniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you get paid? And his partner, Fader Top End for Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name is Rab Florence, and you are listening to the Premier Wrestling Podcast. And let me tell you something: there is no introduction to this show that is complete without. The great man himself, the man who's responsible for the boom in British wrestling, the man who all the British wrestlers who are signed to the WWE, NXT UK and all that should be thanking for every wage they pick up. The man himself, it wouldn't happen without him. He ain't gone and fucking wrestling in Japan for a couple of months and then coming back to WWE, you're going to pick you up. The man himself who did it. The man that himself who did it, who made it happen. Gredo. That is enough. Mate, if, if, listen, if you're not going to say it, I'll say it. No, listen, look. Thank you for that, for that, and for for that intro. Really, really nice. Uh, look, I'm here, Rab, solely to talk about the great sport of professional wrestling. You know, you can ask me things that I love in my life. I love the footy. You know, I love I love sitcoms. I love macaroni. It's National Macaroni Cheese Day, as, as John just told me off here. Yeah, but the number one choice. passion, the number one passion eater, the number one passion eater is literally right. It's an art form, and it's professional <laughs> wrestling. I would like to say this though. I think it's likely that somewhere out there there is somebody involved in WWE, or, um, somebody who's involved with NXT UK, or 
somebody that's involved with one of these adjacent companies, your progresses or, you know, whatever, that's probably listening to this. And I'm going to say this. I'm just going to put this out there because Grado would never say this. I'm going to say it. The continuing disgrace, the disgrace that is the existence of things like NXT UK, um, where we Grado no getting his um, getting his spot, getting the place that he deserves. Uh, I think it's I think it's uh, it's shameful. Look, it's a joke. It's a joke to me. It's embarrassing for you, mate. It's not embarrassing for me. It's a it's a joke to me that, that this is the case. Um, listen, I'm just going to put this out there now. Sorry, boys, but NXT UK needs a wee bit of an entertainment shot. and needs a wee fucking bit of a boost because I know a lot of people that are signed to NXT UK. I'm talking about, listen, I, would, I don't want you to think that I'm being biased here because my, my niece is on NXT UK. I'm telling you, that show, that show needs a shot of fucking personality. That needs a shot of personality. Fucking Noam Dar is trying to keep the fucking thing afloat on his own. Look, mate, I, I, see, be honest with you, I can't say I watch it because I don't watch any of the wrestling. I saw, look, all I do is watch the documentaries, listen to podcasts. I'm a, I, I, I try and watch AEW. I don't, I couldn't, I don't know, I couldn't tell you. I'm just saying, I want Gradle being shown the fucking respect that he deserves. I want him showing the fucking respect that he deserves, right? You know, there's some great people. You know, people I'm wincing here. I don't like this talk. No, I'm listen, kinda... there's some great people involved with NXT UK. Like I said, Isla Dawn, my niece, personality, character, she's worked on it. Um, you get people, I, people that know me, you get people like Sha. Um, you know, it's people we know that are involved in uh, NXT UK, but it's fucking needs to get, pay some fucking respect. Give some fucking respect on these guys. Let me tell you something, right? I don't know who's involved behind the scenes. Of NXT UK, but I think it might be some guys with progress or something, right? Who the fuck are progress? Who the fuck are progress? I'll tell you why behind the scenes. It's people that were involved with progress that are kind of calling the shots there to an extent. Well, as much as fucking, as much as the WWE will let them, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying, boys? I'll tell you why they're the ones calling the shots behind there because that was a fucking a, a calculated move to try and cut the fucking Scottish boys. And the Scottish lassies out of fucking control of what was happening in the British scene. They came and they tried to fucking step on the throat and the necks of the Scottish scene. And you follow the Scottish scene, you follow it right down the avenue. Where do you come? Where do you come if you walk down that road, that Scottish wrestling road? Right. You come to Gradle. Let's move listen, on. No, listen, I know, right. Like, listen, I, I don't like on a controversial talk. I want to come on and talk about Virgil rubbing his bobby for a cameo <laughs> the other day. I sent you that, aye. You did. I want to talk about stuff like that. You know what I mean? Okay. I want to talk about the AEW botches Twitter that pops me every other morning. Okay. Right, that's controversial. I'm not, I don't. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> you saying you don't want me? Listen, I'm going to be again. Right, massive fucking massive credit to the people who have been signed by WWE. You know, childhood dream came through and all that kind of stuff. Respect me. See if I'm a wrestler starting out now. I don't fucking want WWE to sign me. I'm like that. Fuck off. I want to be cool. Sorry, that's just my personality. I want to be cool. I want to be cool. I want to be cool. If I'm a wrestler, I want to be cool. How about they're getting paid? They're getting paid. They're getting paid. To do what they love. It's a full-time job. They're doing there every other every other month and they're learning for the best and they're getting to be on BT. Christ, it's fucking what? You know, 10 years ago, you would never imagine this the opportunity that would ever come about for something like that and now it's here, you know? Should well, be proud, but... 
I'm just playing devil's advocate, mate. Right, you know, regular correspondent Jordy Coyle has been in touch. Actually, that might be cool. And he says, hope you're all doing well. Right, he says, firstly, I must congratulate Grado on the news of becoming a dad. Uh, oh, thank you. First of all, I've, I've, had four win- I've had four wins, right? Where's my fucking... And he says, I had the same feelings last year as I became a dad for the first time to a little boy on 31st of July. Somehow we landed on the name Austin. Of course, we ended up with a few Austin 316 baby grows for WWE shop. He says, I actually announced to my two closest mates that we were expecting by sending them a screenshot of tickets I bought for a wee celebratory night out for the three of us to uncles. I feel bad now, but (laughs) I've been taking this way more seriously. Still looking forward to getting to that new date. And any wrestling daft evenings maybe announced in the future. Thanks, you guys, for doing it real and keeping us going through the past year. Good luck with it when the big day comes, great, and hope other families are doing good. Robin John sees it. He's also acknowledged my wins. P.S. We don't have stupid wee laminated lists either. Big shout out to Jordy Coyle. Um, thanks so much for that, mate. And listen, congratulations. Greatest thing in the world, having wins, as we will all agree. Aye. That's, that's, I love that. See, you know, I, I was choking. Well... Stephanie wanted to call the way in Austin. Obviously, deep down, I'd have loved it, but I knew I'd get picked on. But anyway, it's going to be a girl anyway. I've already, because she was gone, she keeps buying wee things, wee, wee taps and all this, wee tracksuits and stuff like that. And she was like, oh, it'd be nice if you could do something. I go, I don't know, if, I don't know where to start with that, carry on with to buy them. So I bought a hang off Amazon, one of the kind of snidey printed uh, baby grows. I'm watching wrestling with daddy. <laughs> Oh, really? I'm, I, I I'm, I'm watching wrestling with daddy. I think that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. And she will be watching wrestling with daddy. Oh, I. Bloody yeah. brilliant. Watching, bloody. watching, watching the, the Jeff Jarrett podcast on YouTube. <laughs> bloody brilliant. I'll tell you something though, right? See if the WWE try and sign her before they've signed you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be fucking. Um, now, there's been a wee bit more contact about that uh, laminated list that John was talking about last week. Yes. The past list that you're allowed we are partner, right? It's nonsense at John Howie. Uh, Paul says, solidarity with John on the laminate list, aka celebrity free pass, hall pass thing. My wife and I have our own ones, says Paul. It's just a bit of fun. We wouldn't ever act out in them if even given the chance. What's the point in having them there? She says, especially no her, as she has Eddie Vedder for Peril Jam on hers, but she's thinking 1992 Eddie Vedder, no like a 56-year-old wrinkly nine-inch long boss axe turn back on that. I mean, anyway, keep up the good work. By the way, Paul's saying they are 56-year-old, wrinkly, nine-inch long, bossack. That's only like 12 years older than me. Anyway, keep up the good work. Any chance of the clip of Billy Corgan telling Grado he has a baldy half-incher? Cheers, Paul. Do we have that clip? I've got it right here, but it wasn't me. He, was, he said, um, oh, no, I did say hi. Wait, hold on. Well, we need to watch because last week, remember, we played clips from TNA. TNA took down the YouTube video last week because we used TNA clips. Oh my god! And so did the, I know you text me saying that. So yeah. I don't know how that works. They must have something built in. I mean, there's the no algorithm. Like... It's the algorithm works. Yeah, they must have something built in. Yeah, uh, it was okay for the audio. The people that listened to the audio version got to hear the TNA clips in full. But people who watched the video version. I had to then remove the TNA clips and put them as separate files. So they apologies for oh, strobs like us. It's mere work for John. Don't yeah. make mere work for John. Here it's yourself. I'm live. I'm sitting here with Billy Corgan and the Smashing Pumpkins, and I've got a question that's been on my mind for quite some time. Billy, what size is Marlon Manson's cock? Um, well, it's bigger than yours. You know the size of my cock. No, I've seen your cock. It's a bally half incher. <laughs> 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 
Oh man, I can't a baldy half inch. I can't believe your pals with Billy Corgan for the Smashing Pumpkins. That blows yeah, my yeah. mind. That yeah. blows my. Mind. I fucking love the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, I know. You know, more excited. You. you should be yeah. more excited about the fact that he ran NWA Power. Aye. Yes, it should be. I should be more excited about Grado's baldy so, half inch. Grado, talk me through that. Did you? So did you say um? Going to say this? Did you basically like? Um. Oh, f- I don't even have much memory of that. To be honest with you, it was dark days. <laughs> <laughs> that's the road, brother. That's the road. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, some dark days, but um, I can't even. Nah, just it was backstage. I think we were in Manchester. Um, but it's funny you say, John, you like the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> it's funny because obviously, like, I know the world is a vampire. That's about the one I know, right? Yeah, I remember one night, I've probably told this before, but you go to guitar it. In the hotel in the lobby for all the boys. They start playing Wonderwall. You're joking, did he? <laughs> Aye, right. And you know, obviously, he played that one first, man. And oh, it was Brian playing. And then, you know, that way, like, he started playing other songs. And I'm kidding, no one I know them. You know, that way, people going, Oh, that one's a good one. Oh, that, oh, I play that one. You know, fuck are going, Play this one, Billy. And I'm going, I play that one. That's a good one, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid, no one I know the songs. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful. And then he would always talk to me about his albums and all that, you know, and, and, and you know, that way I'd get dead nervous because he'd be like, you know, you know, when I released the third album and, and, and this, and he would try and tell a story about it, and I'd go, aye, all right. Because no, I always wondered that, right? Ah, right. Uh-huh. And you he, worried he's going to do something like go, you know, when I released Porcelain Tigers, I was letting you laugh. Like, I love that one. He's like, <laughs> I didn't do anything called Porcelain Tigers, exactly man. I caught that. you. <laughs> exactly that. Exactly that. <laughs> Me and him, I remember one time we spent an afternoon trying to write a song together. <laughs> Honestly, no I swear to God, we we sat in a golf cart because TNA had loads of golf carts backstage because it was Universal Studios. And I sang for him once and he was like, you got a really good voice. And I was like, he goes, I can't remember who suggested it, but we sat and I've got, again, I've got hardly any memory of it, but I remember just kind of briefly kind of coming up with, he'd come up with a wee singing bit and I'd come up with a wee singing bit. I mean, it was only for a couple of years, but when I think about it now, it blows my mind. Yeah, that's mental. That's mental. <laughs> Can imagine that, man? He's a very, 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 very successful recording artist, that guy. I fucking dine out in that guy's name every he, other day. He was a member of the band The Smashing Pumpkins. Do you know that? Did you know that? Yeah. Well, no, I knew it was some aye, Smashing Pumpkins, aye, aye. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, did, you, what, did you think they were good, Smashing Pumpkins? As I say, I like that one. Smile on my face. And How d- good did you think they were? Um, You're supposed to say, I thought they were... Smashing. Smashing. There we go, there it is. Uh, Jason chips <laughs> in as well, says, nothing wrong with having the list, John Boy. These two don't know what they're missing. One day a man's list will work out for the best. My list, Sofia Vergara. Emily Ratajkowski, Janet Garcia, Nita Strauss, Deleta Liotta. Oh, Get yeah. Robin Gredos for next week's show. I'm no problem. Is, is these porn stars? Nita Strauss is the guitarist for Alice Cooper and Ozzy Osbourne, and she is a descendant of the composer Strauss, and she is very beautiful and may end up on my list. Did, did see, what? Um, these lists. I'm pretty sure you... Dileta Liotta is an Italian telepresenter. Only I've, I've never had these um, lists with my girlfriend or anything like that, but it's kind of a junk. It's quite, I don't know if this happens to you, Rab. Maybe you know what you're watching Love Island. Yep. You're discussing like who your favourite is. 
but you don't want to put them over too much in case like you think that you you fancy her. I don't know if you. I don't know. There's just that wee kind of. I'm older. Ah, than she's you, the though. best that one because she's. You know what I mean? And like, oh, it's different because I'm older than you, though, Grado. See, I know you've got like, to say that. When I'm watching Love Island, I have the weird experience of being like, right, these could just all be my wins. Right. Like so, so, so see that guy Liam, for example, the Welsh guy, who's like the big tall, the big tall Welsh guy Liam, mm-hmm. with the kind of beard and all that. Right, he's a big tall guy. I could have had him when I was twenty-three years old. <laughs> I know, that's crazy, isn't it? I could have had, I could, he could have been my baby boy when I was but, older than he is, don't know. But they don't, they look older. Like they don't, like, do you know what I mean? See, when I, like we didn't look like that when we were twenty-three. Do you know no, what I mean? When no I chance. As old as that, I just see when that we see when the we, the couple of lassies came in and there was a wee lassie where they were all kind of going, "Oh my god, she's like sent for heaven." You know that they were all saying. So, oh, like for me, for me, I was like. She looks like she's about fucking 14. Mm. Like to me, she looked like she was 14. But then know. also, I think the, the telly ads make them look kind of older as well. I remember, you know, I remember I bumped into, uh, what do you call him, Aribo, the Rangers player mm-hmm. backstage. And um, the first thing I thought was, he is a wee boy, but you would never think, it. watching all the telly, you think he's a guy, but seeing him he's act- in your real life, you're going, God, you are a wee boy, you're just a wee boy. The way he's acting and all that. Aye. Aye. It's been silly. <laughs> Certain that he's Moz Napo, not. That's a weird thing with the Rangers players. See, on Love Island, go, Don't back go there. To Love, Love Island, right? Is there a guy from the West Country on there who kind of speaks a little bit like a country bumpkin? Like, is, you're not from around these parts, are you? Is there a guy called Jake Cornish who's in there? I yeah, I think so. The, I. He's a wee kind of munchkin guy, ain't he? He's a wee bit. He's yeah. one for the watching that he's, one. I don't trust that guy. Well, I just uh, and, uh, you imagine him talking dirty to you, eh? In that kind of Somerset accent. Aye. It's like that. Listen to the fucking cheeky ass guy, what he just said there. He says, can you imagine that guy talking dirty to you, He says. <laughs> you sound like the, the, the Aberdeen guy for the WhatsApp group. Ooh. And fucking, you walk in and you're lying with your breast. Remember him? <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. Have you seen, Grado, or you would have seen the, the clip of uh, the new Celtic manager. And the, uh, the, the guy for Peter Head <laughs> Oh, and you're not expecting me walking in your line here and your breasts and I come, come up off it up you're dripping like a knackered fridge <laughs> Jesus Christ right, we're going to be a bit too sorry, sorry, hold sorry, on, sorry hold on hold um, on ask P.S. Ras Rab where does one watch his movie House of Him Jason says never heard it until it was mentioned in the podcast a few weeks ago quick Google and I'm keen to see it. it doesn't seem to be viewable anywhere it is no longer viewable anywhere why? You cannot see it anywhere. It was on Amazon Prime for a period, but it is now half Amazon Prime, and it, you now legally can't watch it anywhere. I watched it with Muriel Gray. Oh, you watched it the pictures, didn't you? Pablo's Vault of Horror says, ignoring for a moment that an elected... Oh, here's a wee tweet here for Pablo's Vault of Horror that John's got me reading it. Reading it tweets now. This is like real George Bowie stuff. Ignoring for a moment <laughs> that an elected official is making a visual pun about people owning and carrying guns. Why is this guy retweeting and complimenting himself <laughs> as a character he played in WWE? Has he lost his mind? He's talking about Kane, Kane mm. WWE, who tweeted out, looking good, Mr. Mayor, <laughs> about a Glenn Jacobs tweet, almost as if Kane is a different guy. I like that. Uh, he's just having a bit of fun. I like that. He's just having a bit of fun. probably his Wednesday with there. Paul's come across the prices, by the way, for uh, wrestlers' cameos. If you know, they don't know what a cameo is, a cameo is like a recorded message. Hey, brother. I just want to tell you to stay strong. Um, Undertaker's ones are great. Hey, Granny. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you know, Granny. 
can I can I let you into a wee secret, man? Yeah. Oh, he's joined Cammy, wasn't he? Well, listen, here's a crack, right? No, I, I I had to isolate last week, right? For the ten days, which was bollocks because it was in the week I was on annual leave for the radio. So I go, <laughs> can you do nothing, right? And I thought I'm just going to do. I'm going to sign up with this Cammy, man. But I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna promote it. Like I don't want to tweet it. I don't want to put it on Facebook. Like, I just want it to be there. Just in case someday, you know what I mean? I don't want to be good at my aye, way. Aye, aye. Do you know what I mean? Aye. And so I go, so a guy, I hope he doesn't mind me mentioning, but a guy emailed me saying, hi, Gredo, big fan from Monkeys somewhere down south. He was like, we're going to, be, my girlfriend absolutely loves you. Actually, his wife, my wife absolutely loves you. We're coming to Glasgow in October. How much can I hire you for, for 20 minutes? <laughs> Right. Oh, Usually these you get these old kind of old emails now and again, right? But I actually thought, hold oh, on here a minute, I'm maybe kinda of, I says, right, well here's a crack, mate. I goes, I'm busy in October and I goes, just need to watch what we're doing and I could be I don't want to agree to something and whatever and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, I says, yeah. but if you buy I've just put up my cameo the other day and I've not advertised it. If you buy one of my cameos, because I need something to kick start it, because right now I look like the biggest strob on earth, right? It says, buy it, and then what I'll do is I'll um, I'll give you a wee free Zoom call <laughs> after after you buy it. So he says, this is great, brilliant. I'll let you know when you buy, when I buy the Cameo. Do you know if I can refresh that Cameo about 47,000 times in the last 48 hours? So <laughs> I might just say, right, just somebody buy, even this is cringy, isn't it? But it's wrestling daft, isn't it? How, many have, you, how many have you punted so far? None! How much are you charging, Gredos? Not, not telling. I'm just going to Google it. Just going to fucking Google it. I can't, <laughs> I can't go on this fast enough here. I can't, I can't, I can't find it. I just typed in Gredo Cameo. Hold it's on. hard to find, mate. I've done all that already. I think right. if you go into Cameo.com and maybe look... It's Cameo.com slash Gredo, I'm sure. Cameo.com forward slash Gredo. Just tell All right, uh, Well, uh, oh, okay. put it this way. I put it as the same price as Elaine C. Smith, right? Right, because I thought fears. Is Elaine C. Smith on cameo? She's like, mate. She's making a power on cameo. Is she making the power? Doing I mean, like this me is not for me to say, but she does. She, she this this is totally not for me to say, but I I've know that you. she's. I've got you. Oh, I've seen the price. There I've he is. The price. There he is. The wee video there. Hold on. Can we put your Can we put I'm your cameo sorry. intro video to create it on the podcast? Oh, may as well. I embarrass myself in this fucking thing every week anyway. Some uh, you missed the start. It's yourself. This is Gredo here, the top wrestler, aka Alan. For two doors down, PC Humor Cuddy for Scott Squad. Hits me on cameo. Hit me up. You want a message for birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, Wayne's been born, a bam up. Give a shout. Now your turn. <laughs> Good on you, mate. This is Graham Steve. My shoot name. That's okay. okay. So I don't know, man. If this, if MD, I don't want to say. Just somebody give me a horn and that's wrestling after or something that listens just because I feel like a loser. But then I don't want to, you know, I don't know. But, if you, but nobody can tell how many you've sold, can they? No. That's no. the hang. Can, can I just do a quick audition with you, Grado, right? Let's do a quick audition here. So I've just, right, I've just had, uh, let's just say, I want a message from my wife, right? It's, mm-hmm. She's a big Grado fan. We're getting married, and this is my wedding present to her ahead of the big day, like your man has, right? So, 
Right, so what would you do for, in that instance? So our name is um, Siobhan, right? We'll, we'll just say she, our name's Siobhan. Siobhan, it's yourself. This is a top wrestler from Ayrshire here, Mr. Grado, star of eight of the finest episodes of River City, star of the BBC Scotland's number one game show of all time, Test Drive, star of Scott Squad, two doors down, and TNA Wrestling out of Nashville, Tennessee. Listen... I hear it's a big day coming up. You're marrying John. You're doing the right thing. I've saw a picture of him. He looks great. Love his glasses. Great, great physique. Listen, all the best. Take care. Drink your milk. Say your prayers. Take your vitamins. And remember, Hen, oh, it's yourself. It's all right. That's all right. It's not worth £33, but is it? Ah, that would be, I'd pay 33 quid for that. Uh, I, it'd be fucking good on you, Grado. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. But anyway, let's see what other people are saying. Um, so your starter, Matt, right? Let's play a wee game of player cameos, right? Right, you ready, Griddle? Don't look right. at these numbers, right? Yeah. Your starter is Matt Riddle at three hundred quid, right? So he's higher than Grado, three hundred quid. But is Ricochet Grado is Ricochet higher or lower than That's Matt Riddle? That's a good Riddle? one. That's a good one. I'm going to say that Ricochet, although that. Matt Riddle is now, you know, he's teaming with Orton and stuff like that. I would say that there would be mere folk. I'm going to go for that the, the Ricochet is going to be higher than that. Eh, sorry, wow. Ricochet is lower than Riddle with £262.50. Next up, now it's Kevin Owens. Right. But is he higher or lower than Ricochet? Is he higher or lower? Higher. Higher, higher. He's higher. higher. Bing! Yeah. £300 for Kevin Owens. Well, let's go now to Drew McIntyre. Oh, higher. Higher or lower higher. than Kevin Owens. Higher. Ding! Higher at 450 quid to get a message for Drew McIntyre. And finally, finally, Alexa Bliss. Higher or lower than Drew? I'm, this is going to make, make me a trick one. I'm going to say higher, higher. Ding! It is higher wow. with £650. So, are we allowed to play the, the, the Virgil? The Virgil cameo that I sent you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I this know. is just absurd, isn't it? It was actually Spud that sent me this. I was peeing myself. Wait to see wrestling that. I mean, I have no idea what this guy has asked for. Um, but it's a bit out there. I'm going to play it. This goes straight to Harry. Harry, you're you're probably nothing but a piece of fucking shit anyway. Come and suck this fucking 14 inches right here. This 14 inches waiting to go right into Harry's mouth. Harry, your breath stinks. You've got a big fucking nose, and you got You better have a deep throat because I'm gonna shove all this fucking 14 inches right down your motherfucking throat. And then I'm gonna take it out your mouth. I'm going to beat all against your fucking nose. And I might just piss in your ears when I have it. You know what I mean? Because I know you're a dick sucker and you're a fuck-off motherfucker. So I'm going to stick this motherfucker right up in your ass right here. See it? It's going to go right up in your ass, Harry. You dick-sucking motherfucker. Right, but what, and what is the story there? So somebody's just asked him to say that with it. I think so. He's maybe just saying, well, going to, you know, fucking... Take the piss out of me. And he's a... Uh, is it him that... Does he run his own Twitter? Must do. Well, should I... Should he... He DM'd me last week. Aye, aye, aye. Brother. <laughs> I just replied, what's up, brother? I just wanted to connect to re-video game. That's not him, I don't know. 
I don't even know what video game they're talking about. <laughs> Connect with video game. Maybe he's into uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he wants to know where you got your yoke for. I, th- I think my favourite bit is I'm going to piss in your ear. I think that was my particular I like Harry, your breath fucking stinks. <laughs> <laughs> right, listen, now, if you want to get in touch with us about any of that, I'll just random wrestling-related stuff. Get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. Every week we separate the bad for the good in wrestling. Brock Lesnar's ponytail to Rob Van Damme's ponytail, if you like. <laughs> Listen, I prefer Brock Lesnar's ponytail, John, so cool, I don't man. know what you're talking about there. Rob Van Damme's look has just always been... just See the size of Rob Van Damme's heat, by the way? Is it big? It's Maasai. Maasai. Him, Jeff Hardy's, their heads are huge, man. I would like to see Rob Dam. Rob Dam. Rob Dam. <laughs> I would like to see Rob Van Dam in the flesh in real life because I imagine he'd just be weird looking. Uh, he's uh... Like he's just, I would imagine he'd be kind of like bigger than I expected. He's got a big neck and all that. Oh, mate, they're all like that. That's one thing that I noticed you got the kind of attitude there, the guys. They, that's what I'm saying. They're all they're all fucking massive. Ma- I like everything about them is just big, big arms, big horns, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm. great big horns. Brilliant man, can't be that. I love a big horn on a guy. Right now, <laughs> <laughs> well, anybody will want to put over anything we want to put over. Of course, Arthur Black appeared and uh, made his debut in AEW. I can't go things like that. And he, um, <laughs> I think he's. Now, here's the thing. Is he insane or is he does he is it the devil? Or does he have a split personality? All I'm saying is, right, and before he's going, I just think these this stuff has been done to death. Yeah. And folk lap it up, you know? And it's like, oh, let's do something mental hospital, straight jacket, thunder lightning, and oh can <laughs> all that it's just oh geez, and the, the problem is you can't you can't go anywhere with that you know what i mean you can't go anywhere with that, with that because you, you've still got a stone across the ring for cody or you've still got to like you know do a cameo or you've still got to fucking you can't go anywhere with that you can't do that vignette and then, and then be, jump on twitch then be like he's doing on instagram like selling his clothing brand and all that right which is fair enough i just kind of feel like the guy doesn't need to do that the guy's like the punters in AEW that watch AEW, right, are going to absolutely lap up a guy like Alistair Blackman. They're going to, they're going to lap him up. Mm-hmm. They don't, he doesn't need to do that. He can just be himself now, which is this kind of badass <laughs> guy in the black clays with a good look who comes from the European country, so has a bit of a kind of, almost like a kind of exotic vibe about him and is a bit mysterious and he can just be that. He doesn't need... They don't need their fucking daft and yet it's not that. It was almost as if he took a wee bit of WWE way him there, which is the last thing I, I should like have done. The eye patch. That's what I like to put over. This must be the first time ever. Like, so obviously, uh, before he left WWE, he was getting the vignettes and it was a Dark Father character. The yeah. eye was getting sold. He has sold the eye across promotions. Yeah, I like that. I think I like that's that. pretty fucking cool. I like that. I did like that. But it's just that. It's also like, see, see wrestling companies. The media people on board at wrestling companies, they, uh, they don't they don't know how to make horror films. They don't know how to make horror stuff. So it always comes off looking hokey and kind of shite. You know, <laughs> right. 
they always have the kind of shitest actors in it with them and all that. So they've got no, they've got no chance. But, but he can just be. The debut was great, though. I thought you can't. Well, the debut beat, was brilliant. You can't beat the lights go out and the lights come on, and a fucking guy that the crowd wants to see is standing there in the ring. You can't right. beat it. But, but you know what ruined that part, didn't you? The Tommy End stuff. Oh, the fucking commentary was stupid. Oh, you're right. Oh, it was terrible. It's Tommy End. Wait a minute. That's not Tommy End. That's McAlai. That's McAlai. Yeah. Yeah. And GR, it just, this, you're like, well, how did, it was Tommy End. It's no Tommy End. It's McAlai. I mean, Cornette was going on about it on his podcast all day. He was, he was buying on. He was like, look, why did they know just Listen, having come right, Tommy Hold on. I'm drawing a fucking line here. All right. I'm drawing a fucking line here. <clears throat> Let me get myself ready here. Jim Cornette, right? Jim fucking Cornette. I don't want to hear his name on this pod. I don't ask for much. But Grado, he is a fucking bad dude. Did you he's a fucking bad dude? And did you see that guy? Here's something I want you to like, Barry. That fucking fan of Jim Cornette's. That, that ran on. Oh, he was a fat fucking idiot. To AEW. But this is the kind of guys that fucking Jim Cornette is fucking speaking to. Mate, you know that's what I mean? got nothing to do with Jim Cornette. You don't geese it. That's got nothing to do Jim Cornette's show is totally fucking toxic, man. It's totally fucking toxic. It's just, it's not even like, it's abuse. You don't even listen to it. It's abuse. I've listened to it on occasion. I've listened you to enough clips to on Twitter and all that. It's, it's fucking abuse, and it's abuse for a guy, and Grado, I love you, mate, and I know you enjoy the show because I know you love that kind of drama. That's why you love it. <laughs> yeah, I love you, it. You listen to Jim Cornette, no, because you agree with Jim Cornette or because you love Jim Cornette. Right. You listen to Jim Cornette because it's like, for you, for it's like watching one of your crime scene documentaries or fucking something. You just love, you know the drama's going to happen. You're probably but, right. But for me, this dude is just fucking, he's no good. He, he's a guy, he was, he, and he doesn't even deserve to have the influence that he has. Because he, he was a fucking overrated manager. Um, he, he's a guy who would be completely fucking lost to the fucking waste bin of history if he wasn't a day in this controversial podcast. He's a fucking, he's a racist. He's a known fucking racist. He's fucking sexist. He's a fucking horrible old dude. And I don't know why he, he still fucking floats about. I don't like him then. <laughs> well, but, you know. I no, I know what you mean, but you, but you're bang on, you're bang on. But I just like what I like. I just, I love drama. I love, you know, I watch videos of people getting stung online, people losing money, people getting lifted. I just love to see, you know, folks' lives fall apart in front of my very eyes. Do you know what I mean? I'm, in, but, I'm into that kind of stuff. But he can't. But what, what, it just stuck in my throat this week to see him going. You know, the, the fucking the ring is a sacred place to us. He was saying, you know what I mean? The ring is a sacred place to us. You don't fucking come in and our world and you blah, 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 and that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? That guy, a fucking sacred place. That guy is just fucking shitting on people every fucking week. If anybody's the fucking outsider, it's him. It's fucking him now. Because all he is is just like, a, anyway, sorry. Anyway, what are you kissing Alice of Black Sars these days for anyway? You've changed your tune. <laughs> right, hold on a fucking minute, pal. No, I'm just listening. I'm getting credit where it's due. <laughs> no, like fair enough, mate. But um, I, I mean, I, I'm saying fuck all. It's just, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's just, it's a wee text here. <clears throat> listen, I like to listen. I'm only a liar. I like to occasionally listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, who I think is a fucking asshole. And I listen to his podcast well, sometimes because he's talking to he's talking to people who I think are assholes as well. And I just want to hear it to be like fucking hell, man. What, you know what I mean? 
Mate, it's like, see, when I was in isolation, I must have watched 12 hours a day of Howard Stern videos. Mm-hmm. Right now, I can't mm-hmm. go to the guy. I think he's obnoxious. Aye. I think he's a cheeky bastard. He's um, horrible to folk, but I just couldn't stop watching it. Couldn't stop watching Howard Stern. Obsessed with it. Interviewing Pierre China. Pierre China was in on her knees with drugs and all the rest of it and exploiting. She's getting her boobies out in, in, in the studio and it just... But I couldn't stop watching it. I don't know There's something about Howard Stern, though, in there. I mean, this is the thing. It's like Howard Stern just has something, didn't he? I think he's he's just, he's he's so fucking good at his job, man. I he's think it's cool, that as well. He's, he's yeah. not likable, but... No, no, no. Right, let's see what the punters are saying. Willie wants to put on John Morrison versus Ricochet and Raw. Such a fun no-DQ match. I watched that match. Wasn't it for me? Well, he says, wouldn't you mind seeing them run it back at some point in pay-per-view later in the year? He wants to bury you and Berto for refusing to postpone his US title shot and then immediately getting squashed when they look like a goon. Dan wants to put over AEW's long-term booking of one hangman page. Lost his first shot against Jericho, lost his confidence, had a run where he's been built up to a few years in the making. Fair play to AEW for holding off until crowds are there for the pop when and if Page beats Kenny Omega. Uh, and wants to bury WWE for not showing the big sex interview. I was really looking forward to that. What, that? I what happened there? Right, is it a documentary? Because I can clear that up. No, it was it was the Stone Cold thing. Yeah, I don't know what why he cut it, but a few people have been in touch because I I was it was meant to be because NWO week last week and I think yeah it was meant to be Sunday. Right. Yeah, Do you know what it'll I, be? I it'll be for the same reason why. Do you remember the Lex Luger documentary was supposed to air last Sunday? Yeah, and yeah. it go it, it basically go um, shelved for a couple of weeks because there's been so many cuts in the WWE documentary team that there was basically not enough folk to edit it and put it together. So they're all being delayed. So I put it I so I would put it in this. I would imagine that came under the same bracket. You know, probably the guys at the docs are probably the guys at the Austin's podcast, and that's probably unless it was up and it was ten done. Was it already up? No, I never went up. Right, well, it'll be that then. Yeah, uh, because I want to see that. Darren wants to put our, um, the Briscoes in Ring of Honor. Uh, how good would the Briscoes FTR feud be? And he wants to bury all the shit we're getting. Ian wants to bury Rab for no getting that Alex Trebek was the American TV host that was at the WrestleManias. I was thinking of Regis Philbin and uh, and Ian has just said, unless he was trying to remember Regis Philbin, in which case bury Rab for no getting that Regis Philbin was the American TV host at WrestleMania. I was thinking of Regis Philbin. Uh, Jack wants to put well, Stephen for last week's show. Big man was inspirational. Remember Stephen, who was on last week talking about the bone marrow stuff. Hopefully, some of you. He was, he was some man. Some man. Hopefully, some of you have signed up for that. Um, I got a right. I got a right. Shock to the system. I right. Boot up the arse when I went and checked because I was like, right, I need to do this now and register Aye. for this. And I went, oh, and I'm too old. Can you believe that? <laughs> what? Like, yeah, too old. Oh 40. God. 40's a cut off. What, 40's a cut off? Oh, I might be That's cut off. That's quite depressing. I'm 40, aye. I might be cut off it now. But but then I said to somebody about that, and somebody says to me, there's other ones, other places that they registers you can go in that goes older. Anyway, right. all she wants to put with wrestling documentaries in general because wrestling product as of late has been awful. I don't even as much as skim through it anymore, but I'm watching all the documentaries again. They're just a class watch. I think you're in Grado's camp. That's what Grado's saying. It's exactly the same way I feel, mate. Cause you exactly the same. Care wants to put on Ricochet and Morrison again for putting on another phenomenal match and make me look forward to Raw for another week. And wants to bury WWE selling the Drew McIntyre wrecking slam cycle literally one minute after he broke off Jinder's exhaust for his bike. Listen, one other thing I want to say that I want to put on. Eva Marie had a bit with Alexa Bliss and Dewdrop was there. 
who we know as Piper Niven, Piper Niven to us, do drop to WWE, was there. And she was, I thought she was great in that segment, by the way. I, I'm, I'm she had a up. wee segment with Alexa Bliss, and I just thought she didn't have that much to do, but I thought on mannerisms and all that, I was just thinking, oh my God, she's good. She's doing well here. Jamie wants to put her the Roman Reigns storyline again, even though WWE want to sweep Jimmy Uso's recent arrest under the carpet. Um, Jimmy Uso obviously get arrested again. Uh, hoping for the best for him because these guys, you know, should could and should be up the top of that card for a long time to come. So hopefully um, any personal issues he has get sorted out. Reigns versus Edge should be a superb match. Great as well to see a couple of female superstars for NXT debut in the main roster this past week, says Jim. Maya, she debuted, am I right? Who did? Maya Yam. Maya Yam. Um, I think so. I know Shotzi Blackheart did. She is the best. She's the best. She is the best. What's who, Shotzi? Ma- no, Maya, Maya Yam, she's the All best. Right. Without a doubt, man, she was class. But Shotzi Blackheart's got a wee tank. I don't know how. Shotzi Blackheart. Yeah, she's just called Shotzi now. So, she, have they taken Blackheart away from her name? Yes, I think so. I think she's brought Blackheart. Just Shotzi. Quite like Shotzi. Um, now, Jamie wants to bury people calling for Conor McGregor to make the switch to WWE just because he can talk on the mic. Uh, in my opinion, you've never fit any PGA to program and we style a trash talk like a proper bastard. What's your guys' thought on this? I would love Conor <laughs> McGregor to come into the wrestling world. I would love it. I would love it. What did you think he's promo sitting in his ass like Vince at the Rumble greeting? That for me was a beamer, man. That was embarrassing because <laughs> you could me. There's no point you doing all the trash. There's no point you doing all the trash talking when you're fucking on your ass. The guy walking away with a win. There's no no point doing it. However, <clears throat> however, just the thought of Conor McGregor coming in. I would love to see Conor McGregor's a guy I would like to see in there with an Adam Cole or something. He's Conor McGregor and Seth Rollins, man. He's oh, I don't know. Oh, I'd love to see that Conor McGregor and Seth. McGregor and Drew, I'd like. Conor McGregor and Drew. Maybe, nope. maybe. Aye. I'm just thinking Drew would just look massive beside him, I think, though. Aye. I'm, I'm thinking about we. Who would be... Who would you put... Here's a question. See if here's Conor McGregor was to come into WWE today at WrestleMania, right? Who who would you put him in with? Would you go down the cut angle and all that? Can I carry on MMA? Because yeah. I know John has said before, like Matt Riddle. Do you know what end up being your big man Corbin? Nah. When are they kind of, you know, when McGregor, he would in, McGregor would come in as a heel, wouldn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, he would need to. He uh, would kind of Tyson, eh? Why Tyson was big. Do you know what? I am, I'm going to say it here, Rab, but you would love it if Conor McGregor came and kicked fuck out Adam Cole. They're kind of similar sizes and stuff like that. That might work. They are similar sizes. Um, I'm just trying to think who would be really good on the mic coming back at him. Mm, that's a good shout, Eli Drake. Oh, aye. and hey, that's not a bad shout. You know what I mean? Once he's at, once he's up there. Yeah, hey, I tell you what, man. I tell you what. I tell you what would be money. I think as well. Um, Conor McGregor and Wicarian Cross would be good. I think. Wow, that's a good shout, man. That would be good because you would also have her in the mix. You would have Scalabardo in the mix as well, and I just think there'd be great oh, fun there, man. There'd be, there you go. That's your be, one. There'd be great fun there with Conor McGregor and Scalabardo, man. Aye. Oh, that's a good one, Rob. That's a good one. Note that one, dude. I'll write that one, dude. I'll Take send that one that in the notepad, John. I'll send that right. one to Vince. No, um, let's see. 
right? That John is wanting to research his list. Credo, right? Let's just imagine that. I've obviously just mentioned Scarlet Bordeaux there. So John's went, oh, I did a wee bit of Googling for Scarlet Bordeaux pictures. How would he do that and still manage to hold on his privacy? Well, what I would advise John Boy to do is I would, ex- I would expect him to get on internet and download such a thing as expressvpn.com. Have I ever told you about expressvpn.com, Rob? Yeah, well, no, but tell, remind me. Tell me again. because right. are- Put it this way, right? See if you've got ExpressVPN on your, your smart devices, right? Did you know that when you've got Netflix, right, it's different in country to country, right? There's tens of thousands of shows, but you only get, get access to a fraction of that because you're sitting in the UK. But what you do is you switch it. Right, you're listening mm-hmm. and you can get all these different films you can get all these different programs and you can have the time of your life but you it's a bit what put it this way if you're going to watch netflix without using expressvpn it's like paying for a gym membership but only being able to use the treadmill right, right. How does it unblock content well let me tell you it lets you change your online location so you control where you want netflix to think you're located now, they've got a hundred different server locations. You can gain access to thousands of new shows, and I'll tell you, it works with many other streaming devices too. It works with iPlayer, YouTube, and an awful lot more. Now, recently, guys, I had managed to get a wee bit of the old UFC at the weekend, and how did I do it? Well, I changed my ExpressVPN to the United States of America. What I did was I uh, opened the app, I selected location, tapped the in button, and then I refreshed the page, and then the geo-restricted show was now available to watch. Now, blazing fast speeds. It streams in HD, there's no buffering. You can watch on your phone, your laptop, media, consoles, smart TVs, and many, many more. And this is where John will reap the benefits of the privacy of him Googling and taking notes, etc, etc, etc. It encrypts your data. Now, the ExpressVPN has added benefit of encrypting your data so that you can browse the web securely. And you're just you just don't have anybody breathing down your neck or looking through that window on the porch or wherever you meet to your you, you do your dwelling so be smart stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting a fraction to the content get get yourself get yourself to expressvpn.com get your money's worth expressvpn.com forward slash wrestling that's my link right and don't forget to use my link i'll say it again it's expressvpn.com slash wrestling and you will get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. It's the part of the show now where we invite you, the listeners, to their run-in. Come on the show, talk wrestling, ask us a question this week. We are welcoming a man who sent tongues wagon on this very show after his road story about hiding shites are in the place. He's only explain himself. It's the one and only Mr. Stephen McCabe. There he is. How's it going, mate? Hello. This guy, you, this guy looks like oh, no. a guy who would debut for NXT. Let me wet my hair, put it down and call myself Adam Cole. No, but you know what I mean? That's, <laughs> you've got that look about you. You look like you're in good, you look like you're fit. You've get the you get the beard. You're quite well manicured there. Your your hair's back. You could probably get that hair into a wee man bun as well, and you would slot. Look oh, at that! Yeah, there is. There is. Cute. You, could walk, cute. you could walk right into NXT, mate. I'm surprised you're not signed. No, no, the, the band ones. I I just decided to start locked down. I'm not going to cut my hair, so I locked down and see how it goes. So that's not this isn't a normal thing. You look good, mate. I like your kitchen you, as well. Couldn't you explain it, mate? It's fine. Is that your kitchen? kitchen? Not. It's um, it's all kitchen, living room, dining room, on the one. It's like a kind of New York flat. Kinda I like a studio apartment. That's the one. <laughs> right, so what, what's happening? So I'm seeing your right shoulder. Is that a wee, is there a bottle or something up there? Up, uh, is that there? Up beside the cactus? There's, there's a cat. There's a champagne a cactus and a wee teeny sting wrestling figure there. Can you see it? Oh, aye, I can <laughs> see it. Aye. Aye. Nice. Very nice. What, what's on the shelf below that one? Oh, is that? Literally me and the missus and another cactus. Nice. Brilliant, brilliant. Beautiful. Tell us about you and the missus, mate. Are you, so you're married? No, no, we're still working together, been together seven years, but no married. Yes. Seven years. John, I thought you was going to be getting married this week. No, it's his pal that's getting married now. Oh, right, right. The, the story right, right. remember from the road story, Stephen used to stay in a flat with his mate and he played the game Hide the Shite, which a lot of people have been in touch with us about. I believe Jane, who's one of our listeners, said that person has seriously mental problems uh, when she heard the story. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Stephen's pal is getting married this weekend, am I right, Stephen? And this is who you played Hide the Shite with? Yeah, when it's getting married on Friday, this is the guy who played Hide the Shite with. And are you invited to the wedding? I'm an usher. Brilliant. Nice. <laughs> Are they going to mention hiding shites in any of the speeches? I'm going to put one in his spawn, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but I've said to the best man, like, I've got the, the clip at the end of the podcast, and he's going to play it out loud as part of his speech. Oh, mate. Pals, I think a lot of pals, I've pals and that for years, but. Fifty-four people, so family. It's aunties and uncles, and like, let me see what happens. Yeah, if I do that, the best man is like he's an author, so he'll he'll get it. He's happy to do it. Oh, get if I do that, I want to see that. Not a problem. Listen, listen. Let's be serious here for a minute, right? Sorry, we get sidetracked. When you get when you get married, 
probably about three or four years away. Three and four, three or four years away. And why is that? Is it like, are you, are you saving up? Or are you planning? To, is there some kind of plan involved? Or are you just kind of like, what there's is the deal? A, a plan. Well, my girlfriend's 30th in October. So I'm doing a few things for that first. I don't want to do that and go, seems like my birthday. Yeah. But she's got this jewelers she likes, and they've only got one shop in LA. So me, my girlfriend, my pal, and his wife are going to LA in two years for WrestleMania. Whoa. So I can go. So I can go to the shop, well, buy the ring there, and then come back and do it then. So it's Very nice. Be, so it's a big, massive plan, but unless we end up getting front row some tickets, then the ring's not getting bought. <laughs> Very nice, mate, though. <laughs> Grado. Aye. What be you, mate, when, when's the big day? I, 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 found out, uh, I found my WrestleMania 27 ticket today. Did you? What, what do you mean? I, went, I was kind of clearing stuff out my hut, and I found my stub. No. For May 27, Georgia Dome, Cena versus Miz, pure shite. <laughs> uh, John, tell us about your marriage situation. What do you want to know about my marriage situation? Is this, this, is, you, this is after last week you're talking about the laminate. Listen, John. Stephen, have you got a laminate? John. Listen? Yeah. John, who, John, who's the sexiest woman in the planet? Well, probably, I would say Olivia <laughs> Munn, but definitely, definitely Scarlet Bordeaux is up there. <laughs> I would definitely say so, but <laughs> none of these, none of these, these strobs, these strobs don't have a laminate list. Do you have a list, mate? Do you have a list that you and your your partner, like a free pass, hall uh, pass list? Ten years ago, we had a power cut at work, run the tea room, and all the guys and lasses sat and done a list. And mine's was on uh, the stratus table. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> Fish Stratus and St- Sable, no Stacey Keebler. I get slated for saying that. I thought she was nice, but obviously my pals are idiots. But it was a it was their top two. Yeah, you, you had to only you pick had to two. two, right? See, we've given three. Who was, was your favourite in that period, Grado, of the kind of like Sable? Trish Trish I didn't even have to think about that. <laughs> Stacey Keebler, um, Trish Stratus, man. Wow, ah, obsessed with Trish Stratus when I was away. I had a big poster there and a, a cowboy hat and a white bikini. The best one was uh, Smackdown 2 for the, the PS2, which is just a big porn with her as a loading screen. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I actually got, I got it in Sulkett's Market, this big poster. It cost me a pound. I got that in the Godfather one as well. Stephen, you, you, got t- you got in touch with us when you're coming on to the run. You said you've got a gimmick suggestion for Rab and Grey that you'd like to run by them. All right. No, well, I mean, I've been furlough since the end of January. And now um, my girlfriend worked in the house. Again, every room's the one room, so I just go out, walk, just to get the house. And I walk past the the German Parkhead, the Iron Brew. That's Aye, it's not pink anymore. He's painted it. Aye. And I walk past that. What the fuck else? Why don't just join? See what happens. No, you're not going to become a wrestler. Just try and do the training. It's something you enjoy watching. Why not try and see what happens? And then walking back, another one. He's a gimmick. And then you come up with something. So, I was 10 stone to start lockdown, up to 10 and a half, now cut it down, 10 and a quarter. But my gimmick was going to be, like, just say some, is that, it could either be like, like ICW, I came out, wee skinny bastard, walk into the ring, and theme tune with something that will sing along with you, they'll get just to hopefully get a reaction. Stand in the ring, put the mic up to my mouth, there's music comes on, comes out, kick the fuck at me, I leave. Right. The next the next week, 
again, my music comes on, still a skinny bastard come out. I get one word this time, oh, somebody else comes out, kicks fuck at me. This goes on for a while. Uh-huh. At the time, I'm going to the gym, I'm becoming a bit, I'm 10 and a half stone, maybe 11 stone, but bulking up. This goes This is kind of let it go. And then, a few months later, I'm coming out with a t-shirt with an email address on it, there's no context to it, just hopefully people email checked it. The shit they say that, so I'm going to try and make that catchphrase, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And eventually, six months down the line, I think, you get one sentence, somebody else can do it, that was a shit in the game, blah, blah, blah. I see yeah. some walk you went on. You might stop with this. I hope you're walking through the park, you and get the things, didn't you? <laughs> eventually, one day, hopefully, fans are actually going, shame for that wee guy, isn't it? I'll be fucking. Ten quarter stone, the old skinny fat guy. What a fucking prick he is. Eventually, somebody comes out. I get one punch in them. Get part of the game. This is going along. Skip, skip a year. I'm now a fucking, I'm now a fucking machine. All right. Maybe <laughs> a quarter stone at that point. And then I just eventually get one move from one guy. Crowd goes mental, and then you never see me again. <laughs> you do one move so after all that after a year's build up you do one move in one guy and then you never see you again aye <laughs> quite like that <laughs> quite like that I quite you know, like that quite a lot of shows as well I see you run about eight times a year I'm not I'm not taking up anybody else's time I'm probably not, probably too late to become a half decent wrestler just a wee bit of a laugh right, what, 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 what age are you? 31. 31? You're no fucking too old to be a wrestler. DDP, mate. DDP. And you're what What height did you say you were? Uh, 5'9", 5'10". 5'9", 5'10"? fucking minute. Did you not say you were 5'11", about fucking five minutes ago? No, I said 5'10", didn't I? 5'10". Did he say 5'10"? Aye. 5'9", 5'10". Oh, you're taller than like everybody in ICW. <laughs> You're taller than everybody in Scottish wrestling apart from Joe Hendry. Five nine, five ten. Have you seen the size of Joe Hendry? I see them now or in ICW? No, no, the guy, the wrestler, the the, the radio presenter woman. Mate, listen, thanks so much for coming on and joining us. This has been great to catch up. Enjoy your fights. Enjoy Aye. your pints and enjoy the wedding at the weekend. Enjoy the wedding, mate. Gear Tell best. them what we're asking for them. Tell Aye. them the best. I don't know how they... Aye, let's see the video, man. That'd be, that good. That'd be funny. Please, please film please. the reaction to the shit story. Please. Aye, please do it. Not a problem. No worries, bro. Right, speak soon. See you there, yes, mate. See you there, pal. Bye-bye. You just made the list! It's time now for the list of wrestling daft. Now, we always talk about a list in that show. But that list is usually about wrestling and no, the 19th century Austrian virtuoso pianist and composer Franz Liszt. Just to solve <laughs> any confusion. Really good, John. Thank you. That was really good. You can vote for what you want us to talk about by joining us at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. We went back to the well this week just for grade O and put TNA's best pay-per-views up against the best WWE, WWF tag teams of all time. After the new day were recently announced as the best, but what one? Well, by a ball here, it was the tag teams with 54%. Sorry, Grado, mate, TNA chat this week. Surprised at that, but I just, I don't get it. I mean, maybe I'm just, maybe I don't actually get what folk like. See, to me, if I was nine and I was putting out a wrestling podcast, 
on one of the episodes, I talk about our top three favourite tag teams. But we're, we're guys, we're old. You're an old man, Rab. And you're doing, <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't even give right. blood. You can't right. give blood. You, you can talk about your favourite fucking wrestling tag teams. <laughs> He's right. No. Okay, so we've already said that the WWE announced themselves with their own. I don't know how they worked this thing, but they had New Day as number one best tag team of all time. Now, not to spoil anything, boys, but I had a long, long think about this. I've been thinking about this for days, right? And I have to say, you can't argue with it. So the number one on my list is also going to be the New Day. I just, I just don't think you can argue with the fact that these guys... Who were given this gimmick that we all saw when it first started, and we went, "Oh no, this isn't going to work." And they did exactly that thing Vince McMahon talks about. They reached for the brass ring, they turned it around, they made it work. And they, how many years have they been gone now? I mean, on years now, seven or eight years, yeah. winning titles, having. And here's the key thing: they've got a great gimmick, right? They can all talk, they can all walk. They all have a massive mainstream appeal. They have matches and their matches are always fucking good. They're the, they're the total package. They're the total package. They, you know, they're on the, they're, they've got their own comic books. They, they've got, the Waynes love them. They're one of the very few wrestling personalities you get as well that the Waynes fucking love them and the grown-ups love them, I know. Right. They are but... unarguably number one, but I'll tell you what my three and two are, right? <clears throat> My number three is, and this might surprise you guys, but it's uh, the APA. Mm. Now, mm-hmm. Damn. During Attitude Era, right? And I was thinking about tag teams that just had a kind of big impact on me. And I have to be honest, like I think New Age Outlaws are an underrated tag team. I thought they were like, they were, they were fucking great, man. They were high intensity. They were very similar to APA in a way. But I just remember that period when, when I was mad into wrestling. See when the fucking APA came out, man, and they're just the kind of guys I like. They used to smash people. Hi. They would come out and fucking Bradshaw would go, fuck you, yeah, man, and flatten people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Big Ron would be fucking like, oh, boom, killing guy. I fucking loved that. I know, man. I know. Well, come on, right? I, I Even understand. the backstage segments with the wee fucking office, not with their cigars, they were cool. They were sitting there, they were playing poker, not it, and looked at their door and knock on my door, not it. Get people would just walk up to them and be like, mm-mm. Sitting there playing fucking Scabby Queen, trying to get trust status to get our tits out. <laughs> Mate, you know you loved it. You know you love you. You know you want to be an APA, and not only that, just the fact also that I love the Ministry of Darkness stuff. I love that, and you know, and they they kind of they, they touched into that as well. And you know, so I'm going to go for APA for my number three because it's very personal choice. Number two is going to be for me for because when I was a wee guy, I just thought, oh my god, this is like something on a planet. Um, it's Legion of Doom. We used to see Legion of Doom. No, I have to be honest, like Legion of Doom are one of the weird ones where it's kind of like they 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 did not fly as high in the WWE as as as, as who they were. You know what I mean? You have to I, I did the research when I was later, when I when I, when I was older. Mm-hmm. Saw some of their matches as Road Warriors and stuff like that, and I was like, fucking look at these guys, man. You know what I mean? But even as a wee guy watching WWE and Legion of Doom coming out with that look, an amazing look they had. And that's the see for me. See, when you when you talk about tag team finishing moves, the fucking Doomsday Device, I just fucking love that, man. That's just pure spectacle. Pure spectacle, that move. You know what I mean? 
Aye. So it's going to be Legion of Doom at number two for me. I think they're showing off. What do you mean? I just that the whole new day I get that they they done well to you know make chicken chicken salad out of chicken shit. But when it comes to moments, tag team moments, and the crowd and the rusher teams winning, I can't. Maybe it's because I fell away from it, but I don't have many big memories or big moments like that. You know, I can tell you, but you know, Hardy's coming back at WrestleMania. You've got you know. And the attitude era when Edge and Christian won their first tag team titles. But mate, hold on, that's not fair you saying like a moment like the Hardys coming back at WrestleMania because I guarantee you that if if New Day stopped tomorrow and in 10 years' time New Day popped up at a fucking WrestleMania, the roof would come off as well. I think so. You know I mean? Well, maybe you're oh, right. Mate. Maybe you're right, mate. What are these young, what are the young team of day that have grown up watching New Day stuff and all that? And, nah, you're and, right. And they were, and here's the thing, right? As much as the Hardys are great as well, right? Hardys are great as well. But I remember watching Hardys matches sometimes and being kind of like, right, there's another Hardys match, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I, the New Day were, had the best match on the card on a lot of pay-per-views. Yeah. A lot of pay-per-views, the best match on the card. I also need to get a shout-out to the Usos as well, by the way, because I remember there was that period as well where I was going like, these fucking guys are coming on like second match of the night and stealing the fucking show. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Aye. The Usos are so good. And it's good to... But I just kind of feel like they never... They're, they're, they just never really quite got up there. It's good to see them that they're still, you know, in that top spot uh, with Roman Reigns just now. And obviously, there's like ones like Heart Foundation. I, I remember like there was just something about the Beverly Brothers I liked. <laughs> <laughs> just something about them mm. I liked as well. Um, you know, it's a bit like I, I had a wee. I, I liked the the Hollies, the Holly cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yep. they come out and tell every country there was four hundred pun each. I love um, that. And obviously the Dudleys as well, you know what I mean? The Dudleys are my favourite, without that, a doubt. Can I put a mention out for Two Cool as well? I think oh, they yeah, Of course you can, man. When I think back to the wee boy dancing to Too Cool in my room and and the Royal Rumble 2000, Rikishi's big ass, I loved it all. I loved it all. But it, it's um, New Age Outlaws, again, just to give another shout out to them, New Age Outlaws, uh, there was something about... And they were they they were very close to being my number three. New Age Outlaws were all almost my number three, and it's not just because of the fact. And I thought the New Age Outlaws matches were good, and they were and they were they were good on the mic. You know what I mean? Oh, and mate, they, come on! They, you know so what I mean? Good. They were, uh, they were ladies good. and gentlemen. I mean, oh that. my god! Yeah. And, and and no one like that. That's about the New Age Outlaws. In fact, see if we take New Day out of the equation because we both agree the WWE have said they're number one. We've all agreed they're number one. Let's get them on my list, right? So they're on there at number three, right? Um, New Age Outlaws. For me, during that era when WWE was at its best, right? For, for what is me, the peak era of WWE, this is the highest praise you can gain, New Age Outlaws. When this big fucking show started, when the big pay-per-view started, Vince McMahon said, get these fucking guys out there first. Yep. Get these guys out there first and get the crowd going. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And how many pay-per-views, how many shows did you watch where the fucking Road Dog was the first fucking voice you heard? I mean, because you just imagine being a big wrestling fan back in the day, right? You love The Rock, you love The Godfather, you love New Age Outlaws and that. Something, you know, you're at the wrestling and on a fire, what's go off? We're here live at Sacramento. And then, oh, you didn't know. You just would imagine yourself to go, what at the fucking wrestling? Yes. You know what I mean? That's it. And that's, you know, and that's the thing you say for New Day as well. New Day are in that spot. They're in that spot now where Vince is like a pay-per-view starts on like, get a fucking New Day out. You know what I mean? Get the crowd G'd up. And, you know, so... You know, it's a tough one. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm also not the biggest fan of tag team wrestling, I need to be honest. It's no, you know, it's, 
it's no ever been the kind of I know there's some guys that like they love tag team wrestling, but tag team wrestling's never been like a big thing for me. So I love when it's when it's people that made kind of there's something in common, I think, here with some of the people impacting like uh, APA and Legion of Doom and New Age Outlaws and Demolition. I loved when I was a wee guy. These were these were these were tag teams that had quick matches, usually. You know what I mean? They would All usually right. come out, wreck a joint, kick arses, fucking leave. You know what I mean? I love that stuff. I prefer, I prefer wrestling tag matches. Because you got to rest, mate. <laughs> right, let's see what the punter says. Pablo says demolition. They were the Road Warriors and Freebirds in one package. They held the old WWF title for a record time when they had the greatest roster tag teams ever assembled. Great team, demolition. Um, Roshi Boy says the Dudley Boys had to offer me too big intimidating as fuck bastards. A great entrance and loads of brilliant matches. Uh, Gary says, growing up in the late 80s, early 90s, is hard not to say. Legion of Doom, great bunch of lads. Giza Gobble de Gooker says, best tag team's Edge and Christian. Amazing in the ring and on the mic, made them both superstars, great team. Um, Rico says, best WWE tag teams. I has to, I has to, yeah, here we go. I enjoyed APA and New Age Outlaws at the heights of the success. Also less memorable, but funny for the run was Al Snow and Steve Blackman. Head cheese. Head cheese themselves. I've been looking up less memorable teams now and found out Matt Hardy and Tatanka were a team for a while. I remember Bro- Rod were at Animal and John Heidenreich. Yeah, I, oh Jesus, hi. Bronze Cello says Heart Foundation and Demolition. I never pay attention to these lists. Anybody who's blackballed normally doesn't get a look in. Steve says best tag team of all time for me is Edge and Christian. However, growing up during the Attitude Era and coming to terms of being gay, seeing Billy and Chuck on WWE TV, even though it was clearly just a storyline, it was some sort of gay representation. The addition of Rico too just made it so much more camp. I loved it. Rico and Charlie Haas as a team were great too. Oh, that's a good show, man. That's, that's amazing to hear something like, cool. because obviously, you know, I remember when they were doing that Billy and Chuck thing and I was thinking, oh, fuck, oh man, I wonder how this is coming across or I wonder if it's this offensive, you know, is this going to be, you know, and you always just imagine people are going to be offended by it and it's interesting to hear Steve coming in and saying like... That actually helped him. Yeah, there was actually some representation that That's quite cool, man. That's cool. Good on you, Steve. Great. Out of all the tag teams we've talked about, what one would you like to have been a member of? You don't want to be in the Dudley Boys, right? Well, I've been in the Dudley Boys. No, well... And I've been in DX and I've been in... um, And I've been in Too Cool. Oh, for God's sake. Well, because you've got to remember, right? For example, I mean, I love this, right? You fucking... No, who was it? Who was it that done it? Was it either Adrian or Scott for SWA? And they advertised it like Team Team DX versus Team. I can't remember who the bad guys were. It was I can't remember who the bad guys were, but it was, and it was maybe X Pack and Billy Gunn and me and somebody else, and we're maybe mm-hmm. Team DX. But I think Billy Gunn had to had to pull out, and I remember we came out. Oh no! And I've done it twice. I've done it with X Pack and, and Billy Gunn, and both times it was like the DX music we used to watch the ring man. <laughs> It was the best, the best one. But for some reason, was um, was we X Pack because what we done, we done the whole thing. Like uh, I tagged we X Pack and our life is um, and come out and danced at the intro, and then you know the lights went off. Bow, X Pack, and people just fucking crotch chopping like fuck man, pure on the way down the ring, and then that was the best and then obviously I, t- I tagged with um, Billy Ray and Hornswoggle before which I've probably mentioned about 17,000 times mm-hmm, but it still mm-hmm. gives my buzz when I'm in the ring I'm going I'm a Dudley boy I'm a <laughs> <cradle."> <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah beautiful and then I go to Day the Worm with Scotty Too Hot hey man <sighs> listen I'm let's say slob sitting here with my Boston Red Sox hat on let's say the, the bushwhacker walk. Walk. Tell you one game 
Bushwhacker walk. <laughs> what day, uh, I remember seeing the Bushwhackers in Irvine, I'm sure. I remember seeing the Bushwhackers in Irvine. I remember going to look, Luke's uh, gym as well with Eugene. I remember going to that. Do you know nasty boys used to shove people's heads and faces into their armpits? Are it's, na- it's nasty, isn't it? Now, there's loads more content at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Bonus episodes up there. New, including Gradle's WrestleMania memories. Uh, best way to get involved, sign up to one of your tiers at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Loads of extra content up there. Um, if you fancy joining, becoming one of your patrons, supporting the show, sign up now at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. We'd love to welcome you to our very special roster. <laughs> And now it's time for the part of the show that may lead to the death of our careers. It's another wrestling daft road story. To explain how it works, we're wrestlers on the way back for a show. We're trying to pop each other using your stories. So let's jump into the car and see what happens tonight. What a match, Gredoa. Fantastic. Oh, good to be back in the canvas. See, the night we were NWO, the night, you know what I mean? It's like, that's a weird thing. Like, cause we were tagging with Virgil, we, we were NWO, really? <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm surprised that they, they let us use NWO's music because we came out with Virgil, but I suppose it was NWO, wasn't he? I mean, it counts. It's funny with that as well, isn't it? When you've got the kind of the hangers on and when they when they, when they get booked in indie shows and using like the NWO, the NWO music, it's funny. Aye. I thought it was a bit much when he said he was going to stick it all 14 inches down the throat of that wee woman for Clyde Bank. It was <laughs> but, but still, it was good to be an NWO, I guess. Aye. Any stories, mate? Well, it just reminds me of the time when I was 15, right? <laughs> um, a bunch of my mates, myself, right? We, we, we thought we were Billy Big Boss because we were slightly more mature than other folk that we hung about with in their kind of age group, right? Why? Because what, be, what we'd be doing is we'd be drinking outside and obviously with me being able to get served at a few shops and bars, I was over six foot tall at the time, Rob. What? I was your six foot, your six foot at the time, and I had more than just your bog standard teenage bum fluff. But anyway, right, oh, so you look like a man. Look like a man. Right. We thought we were fly as fuck, Rab. We used to tell our moms and fathers that we'd be staying at certain pals' house on certain nights, but we'd really be going to Coat Bridges Premier Nightclub at the time. Universe, mind that, mind all universe. Jesus. Well, one fateful Saturday night. Out my mom was staying at my mate Davy's house. So I was a Davy in it. Staying at my mate Davy's house, right? And we had our usual pre night smiley. Aye. So we did rabbing, but what happened is we, we decided to head down to the boozer or the club at 11. Mm-hmm. Now, little known to me that 11. my mom. Sorry. That was me laugh. It's funny, man. Like somebody had that out at two doors down another week. Like Alec Norton had it. And you're right way, I'm going, that's my pal. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> right, so my mom thought we were staying at Davies, right? But that wasn't the case. I see about one o'clock in the morning, I made an arse of myself playing drinking games on the stage and I fell clean off it, doing the broom handle, four-headed spin. So I was standing at the board, one of the bouncers come up to me and he says, are you Ryan? I says, aye. He says, come in, maybe, man. So as I said before, you can, I'm six foot tall. Bouncer's only about five foot ten, so... Being a wee prick that I was, I thought to myself, who the fuck's he calling wee man? Short ass. Right, so he said to he says to me again, come again, wee man, wee man. <laughs> come come with me, wee man, you're in big trouble. He came at my teenage brain, was like, it's definitely getting into overdrive, and I definitely getting up para. 
What had I done? I just called him short arse. Had I, however, hit someone while falling off the stage, had I noped a lassie or spilled a drink or something, what the fuck did I do? What was the reason for this guy telling me to come? Right? Mm-hmm. So I gets closer to the manager's office and it was terribly clear what trouble I was in. There in the door frame was a diminutive, clearly fucking raging woman pointing at me. That's him! That's fucking him! He's only 15! Why the fuck's he in here steaming? It was my fucking ma. <laughs> oh, God. I never lived that story down for a year, but luckily I don't really speak to those pals anymore and me and my mum see the funny side at family <laughs> occasions. And that is just a bit of heartwarming, you know, bit of fun between... That was a bit of fun. A bit of fun. That's that's a bit of fun. Uh, so who, who was that story for? Ryan Hamill. Thanks, Ryan Hamill. And if you have a wrestling daft road story, it doesn't have to be anything to do with wrestling, mine. Just a funny story about your life it might pop us. Drop us a DM on Twitter, wrestling daft, or on the Facebook page itself. <laughs> Now that's it for Wrestling Daft. Please rate, review and subscribe on Apple or get us in wherever you get your podcasts. Who's our listener of the week? Hey, let's get to Jordy Coyle. Aye. All the stuff about the baby and all the that. Baby. And then giving us all a shout out and it was very nice stuff. Um, I want to give that shout out to Jordy Coyle. This is what we want. Listen. No, Jordy's three time listener of the week now, oh, by well, the way. Three time. That's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Get, get that strap around him. Um, See, yeah, let's just say, you know, because we do love getting stuff in at the beginning. I love, I love wee stories and all that. See, talking about tag teams and all this, I can't be asked, right? But however, I love this stuff. I love the stuff when folks send stuff in. I love telling us wee stories. And if you've got any wee stories, if you've maybe overcame something, if you've ever had a wee bit of bother, or you're needing help, come to us, man. Right, the A team. <laughs> we'll just come to us, man. You know I mean, we could, <laughs> we're there for folk. So that's our listener of the week. So remember, support us. Patreon.com. Oh, he's Mike's fell off. Oh, those Mike's fell off. It's absolute chaos here at Wrestling Daft Towers, oh. as ever. Check out our merch at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash Wrestling Daft. We're going to freshen that up soon. We'll get all new merch. I think it's time for getting new merch up there. Thanks so much for listening. We're going to see you on the next one. Have a great rest of the week. Grado, it's yourself and up the road. Up the road, it's yourself. <laughs> Audio Frontier. Selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. 
Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.